welcome to the Dear Loves Just Breathe podcast with me, Elisa Lindstrom. I'm here to help you to clutter your home in an easy and authentic way so you can have less clutter in your home and your life. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you're having a great day. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about decluttering. I know that's what I talk about, but specifically, um, people come to me wanting to know where I stand on decluttering. And so I wanted to go through that with you in case that's a question you have. So let's um, start with some famous declutter people. Um, I wanted to talk about Marie Kondo first, because a lot of people know who she is and um, she's really brought decluttering into the mainstream. It's been around around for ages, but uh, really her work has brought it to um, more people's attention in such a wonderful way. And I really, uh, love that she's done that. And I appreciate a lot of the stuff that she teaches. And, um, the one thing though, for me with, with, um, her work, the, um, I can't remember the name of it now, the something art of tidying up, um, I am not a huge fan of asking people to fold things a certain way and and have seen things a very certain way. Now I totally understand why she does it and and the back the the, the meaning for her behind it and and everything like that. Um, that's not how I do things. Um, I don't think everyone has the time or the energy to fold things a certain way. Um, <clears throat> or and I understand the whole honoring the object and I, I totally respect that. I think that's amazing. Um, but that's not exactly the way I declutter. Uh, it's it, th- yeah, that's not exactly the way I declutter. So then the other group I wanted to, t- I, I, the other group I wanted to talk about were our minimalists and they also have brought decluttering into the forefront for a lot of other people. Um, And um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And a lot of people think that I'm a minimalist and a lot of the things I think of and do are come from minimalist way of seeing things. Um, Minimalism is not a hard and fast, you know, thing. So there's lots of different people who are advocates for minimalism and they all have different ways of seeing it. So I always feel uncomfortable saying I'm a minimalist because um, some people who are very uh, hardcore, I don't want to say it in a a bad hardcore way, like in a very, um, they're just very into minimalism. They might look at me and say, no, you're not a minimalist. Um, So with if you've heard of minimalism and you are worried that I am, if if you work with me or if you follow my podcast or if you read my blog or are part of my newsletter, if you're worried that I'm going to tell you to get rid of everything, um, that is not the case. 
I do love their thing, the thinking, the thinking of, do you really need this questioning the things that you own and, and really looking at them and, and thinking about, um, why you have them and, and how you can keep from just getting things without thinking about it. Like we are in a society where it's so easy to just not pay attention and just get things right. I can go on a whole tangent about the samples that we get from stores. Um, and I think I have in the past on my blog, at least of, um, there is a beauty store in the States where you go there and I've gone there just to buy one thing and, and they, practically are throwing samples at you of all of this stuff. And I understand from a marketing perspective why they're doing it, but I don't need these samples. I'm happy with the stuff I have. I'm not going to buy new things. Um, but we're just, we just sort of given things without, there's not a lot of thinking behind it. And um, minimalism and minimalism thinking helps you to sort of just become aware, more aware of how, how things are coming into our lives and, and how things just sort of stick around. And do we really need a hundred electrical cords, <laughs> which is a conversation I've had with someone on Instagram recently. Um, yeah. So that those are the two that I think people ask me about the most, those two uh, ways of decluttering. So I wanted to talk more about the way I see decluttering. Um, and it is a mixture of, it, it, I do include a lot of what Marie Kondo does. And I do include a lot of what a lot of minimalists do. Um, and the way I see it is that there's two kinds of clutter. There is your surface clutter um, that is sort of the easy stuff to declutter. It's the stuff that's that you see everywhere. And um, it's a little bit easier to declutter because you know, you can look at, I don't know, uh, kitchen towels and you could have a drawer stuffed with kitchen towels and you can be like, this is kind of driving me crazy. It's hard for me to close the drawer and you could probably declutter them easily without a lot of emotional issues going on, right? You could be like, okay, let's just get rid of five of them or something. And then you um, donate them or recycle them or what have you. And then you've got less, right? So you're not really thinking about it on a um, super emotional level. It's very simple. It's, it's almost a numbers game. So that is surface decluttering. And then there is deeper decluttering. And deeper decluttering is when you look at the things that are not easy to declutter or that you haven't really even thought about. When you're decluttering, you're you're looking at the easy things, but you're not looking, it's it you kind of maybe, maybe um just sort of walk past the thing that is going to be harder and more emotional to declutter. And I'm not necessarily talking about the photos um, or yeah, uh, sentimental items. I'm talking about 
when we are given something and there is more of an emotional component to it, like we're given to it out of obligation or we're giving, uh, we're, it's given to us out of obligation. Um, it's given to us um, with a lot of should behind it and a lot of expectation um, items that are passed down to us, items that we feel we should buy or have in order to be something or be someone. Um, it's really looking at all of our items. It's really like decluttering the whole, our whole world and really looking at everything, not just the easy kitchen towels, but the stuff that really matters to us, whether we are acknowledging it or not, the stuff that reflects who we are as people, the stuff that reflects where we come from and our values and our culture and our belief system. And it's really looking at all of it and saying, is this really who I am? Is this, is this what I want? Is this what I want for my life? And including your family as well, you know, um, is this how our family wants to be? Is this where our family is heading? Um, is this important to us? And really looking at everything. And I don't want to say no stone unturned, but no stone unturned, really just everything. And, and eventually once you're done looking at all of your items in your home, naturally what happens is you start looking at how you spend your days and how you spend your, um, and how you're scheduled. And are you doing, are you doing these extra things out of obligation? Is your job something that you love? You know, just looking at everything, which honestly, it can be very scary for a lot of people. And so I'm not saying you do it all at once. The whole method that I do is very, very slow and um, sort of methodical of like, okay, only 15 minutes of decluttering a day or maybe 30 minutes and really just constantly doing it. And so that you're, it just becomes part of who you are. So then you can start once you get to a point where you're decluttering a lot, then it's easier to start going in and, and questioning things and looking at things and asking the right questions. Um, yeah, so that is the, the way I see decluttering. It's again, it is similar to Marie Kondo in some ways. Um, and it is similar, very, very similar to minimalism, but it's not about getting rid of everything you own. Um, it's, it's about owning what is essentially who you are and essentially what you're about and what you want in life, um, which a lot of minimalists will say that is what we are. <laughs> um, but I think that the social, um, understanding our society understands minimalism for the most part as, um, having like a desk and a table and a bed, and then that's your life. And that's not what it is, but anyway, um, 
Yeah. So that is where I'm coming from. And uh, I hope this helps explain decluttering from my point of view. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Dear Loves Just Breathe podcast. If you love this, don't forget to subscribe so you hear the latest every single week. And of course, please share this with friends and anyone you feel would love to know more about decluttering. Have a great day.